Hi, this is your coach, Joe Lucas. Welcome to your Practice Power Podcast. Hey, hope you're having a great Friday. I know it's Friday the 13th, and uh, uh, if you're one of those superstitious people, maybe uh, you didn't get out of bed this morning, and you're not going to do any follow-ups or anything like that. Uh, me, hey, we just do what we do, and we rock and roll, right? Hope you're having, hope you had a great week. Beautiful day here in Central Florida. And uh, I thought about what I wanted to talk to you all about uh, in this episode, and uh, what I decided to do, uh, which I haven't done in a while, is let's talk referrals and introductions, right? Let's talk about those things. Because at the end of the day, uh, let's face it, if there's any business development skill, marketing skill, call it whatever you like, that every advisor, I don't care if you're two months in the business or 30 years in the business, you need to master this. Because if you don't, it costs you hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of thousands of dollars each and every year, quite frankly, and then put that over a course of a career. Hey, it's millions of dollars. For a lot of you, it radically would change uh, the course of your destiny, the course of your business, the course of your personal financials. So what I want to do is uh, lay out why advisors don't do it, and it's not just because you don't know how to say things or, or what the letter looks like or, or any of that jazz. We'll really get to the root cause in a minute. But also, you know, I also want to give you some strategies. I also want to lay out a challenge for you and all these things. But before we get into all that great stuff, let me ask you a very, very important question. What is the best way for you to grow your business? I want you to think about that for a second. What is the best way for you to gain New clients, new household, however you want to phrase it to yourself. What's the best way? What's the most efficient way and the most effective way, right? And, you know, when I, I was at a recent conference, I asked this question as part of my presentation. Um, I made the statement. Referrals from happy, satisfied clients is one of the, if not the best, ways for you, for you to acquire new clients, new households. Does anybody not agree with that? And if you agree, raise your hands, right? And we had 100% of the room raise their hands, right? And these are all very smart people, by the way. So guess what? Intellectually, we're all on the same page, right? We're all on board. We all can go get it. But so now my next question. Great. If you all agree, answer me this. How much time, money, energy, effort, focus do you put towards maximizing the most effective build, business building strategy you have. And that is always the disconnect, right? Always the disconnect. So being the coach that I am for 25 years now, I ask this very, very important question. Why? Why do very smart people who intellectually get it not do it? Or they do it extremely inconsistently. And what it boils down to is it's got nothing to do with strategy. It's got nothing to do with the mechanics of it. It's nothing to do with any of that. What it really boils down to is you have a set of limiting beliefs and a set of fears around your business, around your success, around your relationships with your clients. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, it kind of goes like this, and, and, and I want you to kind of picture this. And again, if you're watching my YouTube channel, you'll actually get to watch me do this. If you're listening to my podcast, just kind of visualize this, if you, kill, if you will. you got your negative self on your shoulder, right? And it's kind of right here. And it's chirping in your, you know, 
you're really just lucky you're not that good. You're lucky you have clients. You're not that organized. And if they really knew who you really were, they would leave. So you just better keep the facade going and not push it too much, right? And Or you don't believe you deserve to be successful. Or, you know, you make enough money, you don't want to make more. You remember, mommy and daddy told you you didn't want to make a lot of money because that would make you a bad person. And you get all this garbage going in your, in your head, right? That you don't deserve success, you don't deserve the business, and you buy it, right? That's, that's, that's one of the reasons. The other reason why, which is a little bit different, but I want to share it with you also, is if you make referral gathering and new clients about your success, so it sounds like this, hey, I need to grow my business. I need to grow my success. Mr. and Mrs. Client, please help me out and provide me some names. That's kind of what your brain says, right? Most, most of us don't want to view ourselves as selfish, Okay. So if referral gathering is a self, it feels selfish, it's all about you, most, most of us you know, are going to disconnect from that. So you can't make it about you and your business growth or things like that because, again, that will mess up your psychology also. So those are some limiting beliefs. How about fears? Well, fear of failure. You know, how about if I get told, no, I'm not going to give you a referral, right? Which I can remember the last time somebody ever gave me that kind of feedback, quite frankly. Or, you know, I don't, I don't want to put the client out there and make them uncomfortable and, and have to reject me. And, and you know, when then if that's what's happening, then you're obviously you, you, you're not using the right strategies, right? So the real reason why advisors don't drive as many referrals and interactions as they absolutely need, then some. It's got nothing to do with strategy. I mean, I'm going to help you change here in this podcast if you want to change, right? It's all about psychology. It's all about your limiting beliefs. It's all about your fears. It's all about your head trash. So how do we fix that? You've heard me, for, for those of you who have been around, how do we fix that? Morning ritual, mental diet, getting around it, right? And if that doesn't help you, let me give you, some, let me give you the gift of some leverage. I'm going to ask you a couple questions. And if you want to do it in your head, that's cool. If you want to do it on paper, that would even be better. Right? So if you're driving in the car, you may want to pull over, right? and uh, we don't want to get anybody hurt in traffic or anything like that. But let me ask you a couple questions. I want you to figure out, and I'm going to do, a very, I'm going to do by the way, I'm going to be very conservative here. I want you to take how many years you've been in this business, and then I want you to times it by 12. So I'm going to work on the premise that we could have generated one new client per month if we had this figured out the referral introduction piece. So again, how many years times 12? There's a number. And then what I want you to do, I want you to kind of guesstimate the average, not the top, but the average household revenue per year. Okay? And I'm going to look, and I know some of you math guys and gals are going to sit there and go, yeah, Joe, but you got to take the variations because this is over a period of years, and we're not doing that. We're not going to do that, okay? So how long you been, how, times 12 households a year, right? Times how many average, average revenue. You could say 2,500, you could say 3,000, you could say 1,000, you could say 5,000, whatever it is, doesn't matter. And you have a number. Now, we can kind of extrapolate backwards. That's water under the bridge. I want you to look at the number, and I want you to go forward. That's what you're going to leave on the table every year going forward at a minimum by not getting your arms around this. And this is what you have left on the table at a minimum, forget about you know time value here, over your career. 
And I'm going to help you fix it right now by a shift in your psychology. And I'll give you the mechanics. But it's, it's again, it's not the mechanics or are, 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 that's the easy part. It's the mindset that matters, right? Mindset, mechanics equals action. Let's talk mindset. So I gave you all the fears, right? I gave you every reason why people don't do it. Now, let's talk about how we try to fix this. You know, and when I say we, I don't mean me. I'm going I'm to really fix it for you. But how maybe you try to fix it in the past, all right? Number one, you may have searched high and low for the urban myth, the urban legend of our industry, which is the referral letter that if you were to send out to all your clients, you would be flooded with names, right? It does not exist. I've searched for it. I've never got my hands on it. If I got my hands on it, trust me, I would have sold it to you all by now for lots of money, and everybody would be good, right? So it doesn't really exist, right? So I think you can write some letters here and there, but it's really, there's no game changer, and I'll explain why in a little bit. Right, so that doesn't exist. Number two, you don't need a multi-thousand dollar weekend program and hire another consultant. And they're, look, some of my colleagues are out there kind of doing this thing. And they make it a lot more difficult than it really is. And this has always been my thing. And I, and I always, whenever I go train at, at firms and stuff like that, I, I say, look, you know, I'm going to help you do referrals and introductions now. It's going to take me less than 30 minutes. Um, because what I say really doesn't matter. It's what you do. It's what, what counts. And I'll save you several thousand dollars in a weekend somewhere, right? Because you'll need to do that. So that doesn't work. And it's not about what you say or I need the right words or I need strategies. You know, look, if you can open your mouth and write and, you're, and do these two things, you got. I'll give you a strategy in literally three to five minutes, which we'll do in a little bit. Nothing to do with any of that got all to do with whether you believe you deserve it, whether this is about you or helping others, and whether you're willing to get uncomfortable and change some of your habits and change some of your behaviors and change your internal dialogue. That's what it's about. And so what you need to do is sit there and say, okay, am I ready for this? Am I ready to get uncomfortable? And remember this, your, your bank account is directly proportional slash related to the willingness to become uncomfortable and grow and evolve as a person and then as a professional, these two things. That's what matters. All right, so with that being said, let's also talk about what else gets in the way. Some dumb rules that some of you have, like for example, well, Joe, you know, I, I'm going to ask this person for some re uh, recommendations, some introductions, but they're a brand new client, and I want to prove myself for several quarters. And, and I sit there and say, that's the dumbest thing. I, and I say, is really, this is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So what you're really saying to me, slash yourself, is that you gotta, the, you're not sure the client believes that you're going to deliver what you promised to deliver. So in other words... They, they gave you all their money, you're doing a financial plan for them, and let's hope, I don't know, let's just, let's just hope it works, right? Come on. I mean, that's just yourself again telling you, hey, don't get uncomfortable here. Don't put yourself on the line. Oh, here's the justification. You know what? Let's make sure that they're really digging us and really liking us and really making sure it's happening, right? And then we'll go back and do it. And let me ask you, you've been in this business for any period of time, you've told yourself that story for decades, and yet you still have never gone back, right? So guess what? That's a bunch of BS. That's your excuse. Doesn't really hold water, all right? So these are all the reasons. Now, strategies. Very, very simple. Touch-based calls, reviews, 
notes, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Client events, four strategies, okay? Strategy number one, touch base calls, which you know I'm all about. You call them, they call you, you leave a voicemail, whatever. Bob, you know, thanks for taking my call today. You know, I appreciate our relationship. Glad we're able to, you know, connect. By the way, if you ever run across somebody that we can help, you know, we'd love to have that opportunity. Keep us in mind. Thanks. Done. That was 12 seconds, based on my little timer here on my video, right? 12 seconds. You're done with the review. Everything's cool. No issues, right? Again, you know, if you've got major issues, you're not going to do this, obviously. But everything, the review goes well. Everybody's on the same page, appreciative of the relationship. You know, either at the end of the review, hey, Bob, thanks for coming in today. You know, I'm really excited about what we're doing here. By the way, in your travels, if you ever run across somebody that you think we can help, you know, we'd love to have that opportunity. Keep us in mind, right? You're walking them out the you're walking them out the office, right? After that, arm around, shaking hands, giving hugs, whatever you're doing, right? Same thing, right? So if I'm Bob and I hear this, what am I? What, what can I? What do I? How do I answer it, right? Well, here's failure, and you got to get your minds around this because if you can't, if you can't get this, then I don't know. Maybe there's no hope for you, quite frankly. Bob's going to say nine out of ten times, "Hey, Joe." You know what? I don't know anybody right now, but I'll keep you in mind, right? Or I'll think about it, right? Or I don't know anybody right now, which is possible, right? Which more more often than not likely. That's failure. If you can't accept that, I, I, I can't help you. Nobody can, right? That's failure. And you're going to hear that nine out of ten times. Second option, Bob says, hmm, you know, I might know somebody at church, my league, at the course, at my club, at the office, wherever. You know, let me check with them, and I'll get back to you. Cool, right? So in your CRM, whether it's Redtail, Salesforce, whatever your firm uses, Act, whatever, you note in, in Bob's file, hey, Bob may know somebody. Next time I touch base with him, let me ask, right? Because what most of you do is say, okay, great, and then you're off, and you, you're off doing something else, and you totally forget about that. What would have happened to your career if every human being that ever promised you somebody, or, oh, I think I know somebody, or so-and-so is going to call you, right, if they actually did it? We wouldn't be having these conversations because you'd be retired, right? Track follow-up, right? Third possibility. You know, Joe, it's funny you mentioned that. My, um, you know, my colleague, so-and-so over there, you know, we were just talking over lunch, and you know, they're getting ready to retire, and, and, they, you know, and, and they asked me if I knew anybody, and, and I didn't bring you up because, quite frankly, I didn't know you were taking on new clients, which is, by the way, a big misconception most of you have that you're not even aware of because you're not messaging anything, right? That's it. A, B, C. Three choices, right? You're not going to hear, well, how dare you? I can't believe you're asking me. It just doesn't happen. I mean, these are your clients. You know, they, there's rapport here. There's trust, right? It's not going to happen. So that's what. So that's what you need to do, right? Just awareness. You do a client event. Make sure every client event you do, bring a guest. Bring a guest. Bring a guest. Most of them won't, but few will, right? And along those lines, let me also address this. Sort of a you know, kind of an urban legend myth here, I guess. A lot of us think that our best clients, the ones we serve the most, the ones that are happiest, the ones that will hug us, you know, and do all those things and just absolutely appreciate what we do, will always be our biggest advocates. Will not happen, most cases. There are a lot of people that operate in what I call the bunker. 
They don't make recommendations. They don't make referrals. They don't want to share you. They don't want to share you because they're concerned that you're going to tell them about what you do with that person. All these kind of weird things out there, okay? So don't get upset when you sit there and say to yourself, man, I got this, I got this client. They're a great couple. They love us, da, 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 da. And I've had them for 20 years, and I can't uh, – they've never referred anybody to us. And you know what? They may never. They may never accept that. It's all about ratios, the law of large numbers, as I often like to call it, right? That's what it's really about when you get things said and done. There are three things that you need to get a name, an introduction. And by the way, referral introduction, same thing. You know, I think some consultants walk around talking about introductions because the R word has been played out. Oh, man, I don't want to talk about referral. That's like salesy, right? Same thing. So call it what you want. I don't care. But you need three things. Number one, you, the advisor, you, need to be super aware every day, every day, that referral conversations, introduction conversations, must be a daily game that we play. So in other words, it needs to go in your daily game plan. Not how many names you get, but how many times you open your mouth. My recommendation is three to five every day when you're grooving it. For most of you right now, my recommendation is once. Because once right now is 100% improvement over current scenario, which is zero. And just do it once, okay? Then do it for like a week, one time a day. Then do it twice a day, next week, then, then three times a day, and then four times, and then five times. Take you a month to ramp it up, right? And pick the person you like, right? So you're having a great conversation. It's say, you know, you're safe, you're, you're safe clients. You know, they'll basically do anything you want them. You know, if you ask them to do something, they'll do it. And we all have clients like that. Do the safe zone, right? Totally cool. And also remember that awareness and opening your mouth, here's, it's going to sound like, you know, it's going to kind of be rough. And I say it respectfully, but hey, you know, you're going to get knots in your stomach when, you, when it comes like, oh man, the review's almost over. Oh crap, here it comes. I gotta, and you stutter and it looks like you're having a mini convulsion, you know, and all this jazz, right? I kind of say it half funny. But you do all that stuff, right? Because it's, it's just a new behavior. And I want you to think about anything physically you've ever done. If you, if you change your training program, stretching program, running program, whatever you do, it's just uncomfortable. I mean, those of you who play golf, right, and I play golf, and you make a swing change, it feels like, I got, I got no idea what's going on here, right? But then it gets comfortable, and you groove it. And that's what you need to remember. Fight through the uncomfortableness. It may take you a week or two. I find between 10 and 20 conversations fixes most people because now we're grooved okay so you need that awareness daily three to five times a day start with one number two so you're super aware the next thing we do we condition our clients we make them aware because right now quite frankly most of your clients have no idea that you're open for business most of your clients have no idea that you're here to help other people that they know because you never communicate it it's assumptive and that's very very expensive in our industry very expensive so you do not want to do that. Never, never be assumptive. Message, message, message. Okay. So now I wait. I make my clients aware by bringing it up on touch-based calls, reviews. Hey, bring your guests to client events. Uh, obviously, it's it's an agenda item on our, on our uh, reviews. 
can I uh, twice a year I send out a little capabilities late? Hey, by the way, just so you know what we do, we do financial planning, asset management, insurance, da 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 da. By the way, if you run across somebody we can help, please feel free to give this flyer, sheet, brochure, whatever, to sell whoever you want, right? So you can do that passive, no big deal. Could you put a little tagline in your email? Hey, your recommendations are welcome, or your referrals or your intros. Of course you can. Totally cool with that. No big deal, right? But again, passive. Will never take away the responsibility that you have to open your mouth and have that conversation. Just, let's be very clear. So you're now aware. You're messaging to your clients. Third thing, timing. Timing. We don't know who our clients are going to talk to. We don't know when there's going to be an interaction, a conversation, a question, a situation, scenario. So we can't control the third element, but I can control the first two. Conditioning, conditioning, timing. That's it. That is the referral introduction formula. Condition, condition, timing. Now, if you were to take my challenge, and here's what my challenge is. I gave you the verbiage. You know, you know, keep us in mind if we can help somebody. I mean, you see, we're not demanding. So you'll notice that it's always about awareness, never about demands. Never about, hey, you know, do you know two or three people or who do you know? Because those are yes, no's. It's uncomfortable. The, 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 the premise here is we never want our client to feel like we're putting them on the spot to have to reject us. It's uncomfortable for them. It's uncomfortable for us. So we're never going to do that. Just just don't, period, right? My challenge to you is quite frankly this. Over the next 12 months, four quarters, get up to three to five conversations per day, touch base calls, review meetings, wherever, combinations, right? And just do it. And for the first 30, 60, 90 days, expect nothing. Other than, oh, okay, you know, because the clients have never heard this before, and you're still trying to figure it out yourself, right? So just be aware of that. But then once you kind of have, once you kind of come back around a second time to them and a third time to them over time, they start realizing it's, oh, okay, it's part of the conversation now, right? And what you're going to start noticing is clients will now be aware it's part of what we do, and a certain percentage of them will actually come to reviews with names. Hey, I spoke to my so-and-so, and they're expecting your call, right? And that, that becomes magical. Because now guess what we did? We've conditioned our clients with a heightened sense of awareness that we're here to help other people. And speaking of that, that is the premise. That is the positioning. And I don't mean positioning from a marketing standpoint. I mean you've got to really believe that. Here's the offer the way I view it. If you're nice enough to introduce me to somebody that you know, I am nice enough to either A, spend a chunk of time with them on the phone, or B, a chunk of time with them in my office. I will analyze their situation. I will make some recommendations. If they're a good fit for me, and there's a possibility that I can help them, it's, and it's a win-win, we'll go through our process. If for whatever reason it's not a good fit, um, their needs are different, um, the economics don't work, and I'm not going to charge. I'm, I, I, you know, it's not. It wouldn't be in their best interest. I will point them in the right direction, and maybe that direction is the local credit union. Maybe it's a discount broker. Uh, maybe it's going to be my new robo advisor, which I'm going to have in the next you know year or so, if not sooner than that, right? And we can kind of be a client, but not be a client from an active standpoint. 
but they're going to be better off for speaking with me and meeting with me than not. And that's all you ever want to promise your clients. I will leave them in a better place after that meeting than when they came in. Clarity and a bit of a path, right? That's it, because a lot of you will sit there and say to yourselves, well, you know, i got to be careful about asking for referrals because, you know, I don't want my clients to send me, you know, people have no money or not good fits and all that jazz. Like, hey, they're not going to do your job. Your job is to qualify, not theirs. So don't, you know, people have said to me, Joe, how do you educate your clients or how do you train your clients on, you know, being very clear on the type of person that you want to be introduced to? And I say it's not their job. Let me introduce you. What, do you care if, if you know, ten times a month you have eight conversations that are meaning that you can't help them, or it's not a good fit, or for whatever reason, just not going to happen? But two do, and they become clients. Are you, are you willing to swap that ratio for me? Because that's what I'm asking for you, right? Twelve months, three to five times a day, you'll source between thirty and fifty names at in that twelve months. What are your ratios? You know them better than I do. You know, if let's say half, I'll take 30. Half are not qualified. Psycho, you know, economically, emotionally, whatever, right? 15. What's your closing ratio on 15 qualified, profitable referrals? 80%, 90%, right? Most people in this industry that I work with and I'm aware of, if they can get between 12 and 18 new profitable households a year, that makes their world go round and round. If you need more, great. Ask more. Be more, right? Just do it. Best thing. All right, so I, I mean, I truly believe, I mean, this is, I'm trying not to overcomplicate this because it's not, doesn't need to be overcomplicated. That's how you do it. That's how my clients do it. That's how I educate them. That's how I coach them. That's how I train them, quite frankly. That's how I kick them in the tail to do it because I know it works. And it's not a big deal. You, if you make it a big deal, it becomes like a big mountain of stuff you got to carry around. No big deal, no big deal. All right. Last thing before I let you go, um, you know, we started this past week uh, a Wednesday coaching live cast slash session slash whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's it's available currently available to all Practice Power members. Uh, you can come in. I do a topic. Uh, it's a, it's a go-to meeting. We do a topic or go to webinar, excuse me, it's a topic. Um, you can ask questions, you can submit questions, uh, you can pick my brain, totally cool about that. You know, it's about an hour long, every Wednesday at noon, uh, Eastern. Uh, all you have to do is make sure you're a member of Practice Power, and right now, membership is free. So go on, head on, head on over to practicepower.net, and uh, just join as a regular member. Now, if you want to be Elite Access, hey, we're happy with that too, but you know, right now, I'm not asking for any economics, I just, let me help you more. Let me add more value. Let me, you know, be, be, you know, be a resource to you in your career, okay? Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. For those of you who are watching, have a great weekend, and I'll see you very, very soon.